0: Immoral and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater.
1: Boom, Come
0: and get it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman.
2: Can you believe it? Yes, it is, and here we are—the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio, Radio, broadcasting live from Colorado Springs. It's Colorado Mountain Brewery, and what a week it's been! I can't even believe it. Yeah, the whole squad's here. I'll tell you what—this took. We moved mountains to pull. Literally, <laughs> literally <laughs> moved and drove mountains, through mountains.
3: Drove through uh, many, many mountains
2: to, to pull this <laughs> off. So Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, the usual suspects, along with. Uh, Our traveling buddy, Chef Samantha New, is here with us tonight. This is cool. Let's just kind of set the stage of what we're doing and go through the week. First of all, uh, Jay Parker, we got the keys to our kitchen this week. Yes, we did. It's an incubator of culinary ideas, and we are so excited to be able. Our goal is by next Saturday evening, Next Saturday evening, we'll be broadcasting from our new kitchen studio that's off of, uh, I don't know, 5th and Federal. So it's 5th and Decatur is where that's at. The doors aren't open to the public yet, but we have big dreams. And I'll tell you what, they're coming to fruition as we venture into the future with our new partner, uh, Little Rich Snyder, who's not here with us tonight. But I'll tell you what, Little Rich, there's none better than uh, Little Rich, who's just, um, he's a spirit guy. <clears throat> he's a gentleman, and he's somebody that uh, cares deeply about this culinary community, you guys. So we're looking so forward to it's.
4: It's going to be, uh, you know, a party, but a culinary party, an educational culinary party. We're going to tell the stories from these chefs and these restaurants and these breweries, and we're going to be able to do it from our our own kitchen and uh, and just control the environment and and have a blast doing it.
2: As we venture down the road of hyper local, because that's what we're all about, Colorado, and and uh, it, like I've always said, you got Brian. Uh, it's an obligation, uh, I believe, to be able to support your community and the folks that are around you working so hard. And if that's something that you can do, and there's a product or a service that's available, and it's a reasonable price, and you shop it out, and somebody here locally. Is able to provide that for you it's an obligation to be able to it really is uh, support your community we're also on fa- if you want to check it out we're on Facebook live right now just search out the modern eater uh, you're gonna just uh, freak out when you hear the stories that we're gonna bring you from our week's travels um, the ACF Colorado Chefs Association invited us down to um, southern Colorado in the San Luis Valley and from Monte Vista, Colorado, today, we met up with our friend, Chef Carrie Baird. Um, she's doing, it's a potato festival. I mean, that's what it is. It's a potato festival. So our full intentions were to broadcast from the potato festival. Right, Samantha?
5: That's, that was the plan. That's
2: what we wanted to do. The best laid plans.
3: We,
1: we love doing road
2: trips. And Samantha, she said, okay, well, I'll, I'll come along and, and do this road trip with you guys. Uh, Not knowing what to expect she got to know us very well probably better than you ever wanted to
5: You know that many hours (laughs) spent in a car. You don't really have a choice.
2: (laughs) You don't have a choice Uh, But fun nonetheless and you learn a lot so absolutely along the way and and I'll just set the stage along the way we visited a couple of farms and I want to get into and we'll probably do it in the seven o'clock hour um, but farming and agriculture is just such a trip. It is an interesting oh, deal yeah. and and a tough one because not only do you have to be a farmer, but you have to be a businessman, a uh, businessman or woman, and you know you have to deal with the government and and neighbors and you all well, well, there's
3: and to organic farming you're you're treading new ground and you're not making a lot of people happy around you sometimes. So, so we
2: have that story of yes. some folks not being too happy about being farming neighbors. So as we embark on this show this evening, we've got some great stories to tell you about our travels down to the San Luis Valley. So just so uh, folks can kind of um, set the idea of what this is, uh, the San Luis Valley, the third largest aquifer in the world right here in Colorado, in southern Colorado. And basically you're surrounded by these mountains. And if you've been down to the sand dunes, um, a lot of people will say, well, the, the San Luis Valley used to be a lake. Some people would say used to be oceanfront, um, depending on the historical value of, of which direction you go with that. But uh, definitely an interesting area, uh, plentiful to grow, even in the drought state that we're here in Colorado, that the San Luis Valley is just pushing out some incredible Amounts of produce. It's
3: insane. I mean, to watch those potato trucks in particular today, because we're right at the potato harvest right now, and these trucks are, you know, getting loaded with 50,000 pounds plus of potatoes, and those trucks were rolling by, I think we probably saw. Just coming out of that one row, five of those trucks. Um, it was it was amazing. Well, it was actually six rows condensed to
4: four.
2: And we learned a lot about potatoes. So much. About we, potatoes. Le- we learned
4: information. About- I didn't know the potatoes were that good for you before you fry them and smother them in cheese and ranch and green chili and, and bacon and everything. else. So oh, so come on! Hear the
3: truth. We heard the truth about potatoes. Potatoes are really healthy. It's all the other stuff that
2: makes you fat, right?
4: right guys, let, me ask, uh, let me ask you guys a question
2: <laughs> What has more potassium bananas or potatoes potatoes? Correct? We learned that today. Yeah, which I would have never
4: known I that. would have never guessed that
2: banana would have been my
4: go-to of course, but And here's the thing It's like I'm not crazy about bananas, right? But I eat them like my life depends on it because I have this thing in my head that I need potassium You know what I'm doing now French fries no, that's because that's, you know, you deep fry and yeah, everything you else. Deep no, here's what I'm going to do. And, Freeman, you tell me if the, if I can do this because of <laughs> uh, health, whatever, I'm going to start throwing some raw potatoes in my raw vegetable smoothie. I think you can. It might taste a little off, but it'll yeah. be fine. It'll, I mean, it'll well, be chalky, listen, but the it'll be fine. I, the things I put in there right now terrible do, idea don't taste take. good. No. What, what do
5: you idea. put in there now?
4: Uh, spinach, ginger, jalapeno, apple, parsley, right around, and a bottle of water. You
5: We're, know, I feel like potatoes would go fine with that.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we have stories to tell you about our travel, and, and we're going quick, and I apologize for that. But uh, the, the long and the short of it is as we were down there, um, the, the Internet capabilities are, you know, I'm sure that there's plenty of modems in Monte Vista, Colorado, and we just didn't know those people. <laughs> so we had our crack staff. Even Samantha knew you were, you were looking up places on the Internet. We came across a brewery. Uh, check out this quick story. I, we have Colleen Ferreira, Ferreira on deck. From uh, She's at Eat Up Denver right now, but I want to get this out real quick before we go to Colleen. Um, so as we're researching, well, where can we broadcast from tomorrow night? We would need a uh, dedicated Internet connection. Someplace cool would be fun. Does it align with our values, you know, Colorado? <coughs> and things start to narrow down and get slim. But we came across a place, Colorado Mountain Brewery um here's the kicker we thought it was in alamosa no we? Pagosa.
3: pagosa we thought we were going to a brewery in pagosa and we got a brewery in colorado's springs.
2: colorado springs so as we were double checking all of our you know you got to do your due diligence today we got back on the phone with sean the gm here and um jay said uh, you know you're all set you're in Pagosa, And he says, no, we're in Colorado Springs. So we took a left-hand turn. And um, thanks for digging us out of a hole. Mike Irby met us here in in Colorado Springs at Colorado Mountain Magician, He's a magician. A complete magician.
6: He's a tech wizard. uh,
2: All's all's well that ends well, and that's the stage. But we have great guests for you. We're going to check back in to Monte Vista, Colorado, and talk to... Christina and Scott Coons. Um, no, Jim. We're going to talk to them sometime within the show from Vista, Colorado. Right, Jim? Jim, yes. Yes, the Potato Ag. Yeah, he's uh, six thirty though. He's six thirty. He's six thirty. Six thirty. K.
3: And we got to get Christina and Scott out of here. They've when got we, a special event, but they've we, been so gracious. This is such a beautiful brewery in this historic building here you're on your way to Manitou Springs in Colorado Springs here on highway 24 um,
2: so we'll talk about that 615 in the Mile High City let's go to the VIP line right where she belongs is Colleen Ferrera eat up Denver for benefiting extended hands of hope I think that event is uh, has stepped off already smartly and she is in the middle of the mix there she probably stepped outside because she's a polite lady how are you Colleen hey
7: guys great to hear from you I did step inside if you Already a party over here, a beautiful one, and uh, it's been going on since about 5 o'clock. VIP hour, great cocktails, great music, um, wonderful appetizers. I just finished up a deep-fried goat cheese with crusted cardamom topping dipped mm. in like this honey dipping sauce. And then my favorite thing so far is a pork belly beignet Mm. with a whiskey cream dipping sauce.
2: Delicious. So
7: I wish more than anything you guys were here to try all the wonderful food.
2: Most but, importantly, uh, are you guys having fun and raising a lot of money for a great cause, Extended Hands of Hope?
7: Yes, we are. A great cause, Extended Hands of Hope, benefiting the Avanti House, which houses young women who are rescued from sex trafficking here in the Denver area. We have um, a huge event. You know, we talk about cuisine Uh, for a cause, and that's what it is tonight. We have chefs from all over Denver putting out their best dish. People are coming here. They're bidding on extremely amazing auction items, trips to who knows where, um, tickets to ski resorts, tickets, airline tickets, and it's all to raise money to support these young women who need a home and who need a place to go once they're rescued from this trauma. So it's a beautiful evening. It's going to be an educational evening. And everyone right now is having a good time. Black ties. we have tuxedos, we have top hats, we have evening gowns, and I'm sad you guys can't be here, but I think next year I'm bringing all three of you as my date, so... you got to get
2: those ready boys. (laughs) Well, we had quite the week, and it's been an interesting weekend for us here. We're landing in Colorado Uh Springs right now at a really cool brewery. Wish you were here as well, but we've got to just be out everywhere. Our little hyper-local community, we have tentacles everywhere. We wanted to check in with you, but just quickly, take 10 seconds and tell us how excited you are about the new kitchen that we're embarking on um, that you got a sneak preview of this week.
7: Oh, Okay, in 10 seconds, I have to say it's a chef's dream come true. We are going to show you what Colorado cuisine is all about in that kitchen. Dreams are going to come true. Things are going to come alive. Some of the best food you'll ever have will be crafted right there.
2: In that kitchen. So stay tuned. (laughs) Thanks so much. There she is, uh, live from Eat Up Denver, Extended Hands of Hope, is the beneficiary and Colleen Ferrer. She does so much for us in the show. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Colleen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you. All right, we're broadcasting from Colorado Mountain Brewery. We're going to hear from Scott Coons and Christina Coons next. Samantha Nudes here with us in the house. Uh, the chef came along with us on our little road trip, and we're back at the brewery eating delicious food and drinking delicious beer. This place is incredible. Do yourself a favor. 600 South 21st Street. It's off of Highway 24 and 21st Street in Colorado Springs. The story is abundant here at the brewery, and we're going to bring that to you next right here on The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
4: Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries as a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner brunch and full bar with two daily happy hours they truly care about you the customer and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone they are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones the goods a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten free vegetarian and vegan options and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares on East Coal directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com
0: Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion
8: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on Season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
7: Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. (laughs) I'm also on Season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. (laughs) And you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio.
2: Yes, you are, Chef Carrie Bear, listening to the Modern Eater Show on I Radio. What a beautiful night. Uh, again, landed in Colorado Springs, and uh, just as fate would have it, and I believe in that so much these days. It's just it, miracles have been happening left and right, and and have to owe that uh, to these folks that are sitting in front of us right now. Again, Greg Hollenback, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Right here live from Colorado Mountain Brewery in Colorado Springs on 600 South 21st Street. Um, If you uh, are on Highway 24, just look for 21st Street and you can't miss it. It's a beautiful brewery. And joining us right now is Scott Coons and Christina Coons. Crazy enough, (laughs) just short notice, here we are sitting in front of you guys. What an amazing time here on a Saturday night. Thank you so much, you guys, for welcoming us. Well, thank you for having us. Appreciate it. So thank cool. you. I'm blown away by everything. Uh, the last details in the building that you're in right now, the beers are delicious, the food, it's gourmet. It's it's fantastic. Your, your, your menu is right on the money. It's precise. That's you smart. can thank tell you. a lot of hard work has gone into this. So, mm-hmm. Just like in Alice in Wonderland, let's start from the beginning. Um, Nine years ago, at another location,
1: you guys said, we're going to get in the beer business, I guess. Start from there, would you guys? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah, nine years ago, we were looking at some type of project to do. And uh, we came across uh, breweries and brew pups was... uh, suggested to us and so went and uh, looked into it on the business side of things and found out hey that works um, and so we ended up opening our first place on Interquest Parkway which is directly across uh, I-25 from the Air Force Academy and uh, wonderful views up there and then the owners of this amazing building approached us and said hey will you put one uh, here on this side of town And so we said sure
6: talk about
1: this building real quick yeah right
2: right Christina I mean what a beautiful building that you have here
6: yes it's a gift to be here you can't replicate this anywhere a historic Midland Railroad turnaround building (gasps) called the roundhouse and um, we're just trying to capture the history here and build a brew pub inside. So everybody that comes here just captures that little bit of Colorado history. And we have a big picture of the place in 1902 when you come in the building and you can just see what it was like.
2: Important to note too, with, the, with that historic value, Brian, um, modifications, you, ha- you have to stick within some guidelines. Maybe you can talk further about that, um, keeping the integrity of this historic building.
1: You sure, we were pretty uh, fortunate on that. Uh, we don't own the building, actually, so the uh, organization Griffith's Blessing, who owns the building, and uh, we leased from. They went through the whole um, process of making sure the historical artifacts were kept and um, uh, making sure the things were done correctly. Uh, so we didn't have to worry too much about that, um, just small things. We ended up putting the mezzanine level on. Uh, when we first walked into this building, it was... Uh, Four blank walls and so uh, the stonework and the um, the timbers are all original from the late uh, 1800s unbelievable and just beautiful it's gorgeous in here right and that's why I always tell folks hey we just put the restaurant in we have nothing to do with the beauty of the building and the history behind the building and um, we're very excited and blessed to be here. Scott, let me, Brian Freeman here. You can't with, replicate with it, Brian. Yeah, you, let, you know,
2: Scott wasn't putting these bricks up. <laughs> I mean, that is the stonework. And, right. and, again, on the Modern Eater Facebook page, you can, Jay's doing a great job of capturing He's some capturing Sorry about that, Brian. What were you oh, thinking?
3: no, Greg, I just wanted to tie in. Christina told me a great story about the fact that promoting Colorado and what was important. And so I'll let her tell the story because I thought she did a great job. So, Christina, tell me. Part of what you've done here is really all about promoting Colorado with through your brewery.
6: Yes, we love Colorado. Scott grew up here, and we've lived in other places that promote themselves really well, and we thought what a better thing to do than promote Colorado and its beauty and its craft beer, and so that's where the idea of Colorado Mountain Brewery came from is really wanting to promote Colorado and um, just get the word out about our amazing state and how amazing it is. And so even to the back of our t-shirts, um, say, drink Colorado one pint at a time. We're really trying to promote Colorado and all the craft breweries here and what an amazing state we have.
2: You're talking our jam right yep. there. <laughs> That's what we love. The Colorado Hyperlocal, we're all about it, um, to have those core values aligned with you guys. Again, you know, I don't know if you believe in fate or miracles. I'm sure you do. Definitely,
5: yeah. Um,
2: but what a miracle we are here well, tonight! No. Again, Colorado Mountain Brewery. Our guests right now, Scott and Christina Coons. Um, Jay's doing great work on the video right now, and to put this broadcast together, literally in last moments away from airtime, it's yeah. a miracle yeah. in itself. All exactly. together, uh, landing here. Um, the, the, you know what i can say is the the food and the beverages these really aren't miracles this took some time and some thought and some effort into putting these together this wasn't um you know just haphazardly thrown together so if you would take a minute let's talk about the great you have a you're a graduate um air force
1: right yes the air force academy in uh, 1993 Ninety-three. Mm-hmm. There you go. You can figure out how old Scott is. Yeah, right <laughs> he's right. a spring chicken over
2: here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just I a love it. year ago, just right? A kid. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh, I love the menu, and you've got a lot of that flair too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why not? You're in Colorado Springs. I think it's only appropriate. But um, so. Well it's
3: all named after something in Colorado. That's what's so cool. There's only one or two in there that are little uh, Scott's little jokes. Uh, from what I hear, uh, his sense of humor comes through and. Uh, the Hoff, uh The, the Unibrow, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
6: that's a little
2: German flair, I, I think, is what you're going with that. But
3: that's
6: yeah. really
2: cool. Um, the one I'm drinking, and, and I just love to try a blonde ale. Even Scott Brewing Company in Durango, their true blonde ale is top-notch. And you guys, boy, you're right up there with that in flavor. Um, the uh, 7258 blonde ale. I'm I'm assuming that's the uh, altitude or what? That
1: uh, actually is the altitude of the Air Force Academy. Of the the Air Force uh, Academy. Right. Right. So um, at the Academy, we had to learn certain knowledge and quotes and things like that. And uh, that's one of the, part of the quotes that we had to learn. And so again, some of our beers have some uh, fun names towards it. Uh, The Panther IPA. Uh, I was in 29th Squadron, which is the Black Panthers, and so IPA was my favorite beer. And we threw our logo on it and called a Panther IPA. Are you uh, a pilot? I'm not. You're not, not a pilot. Nope. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, and, and many
2: folks that go through Air Force Academy, they go on to many, many things much smarter uh, than <laughs> what I do, uh, engineering, so on and so forth. Um the panther ipa that's very cool old 59er amber ale i'm sure there's something behind that as well
1: yeah the first class at the air force academy was class of 1959 so that's kind of a, a salute or kickback to them to say thank you for being the first class and for being the pioneers within uh, the air force and air force academy
3: uh, greg i'll tell you i like the the little bit darker beers i tasted their amber and they're red. I thought both of those were awesome beers, as well as their Oktoberfest, which they do a seasonal delicious. monthly. It's yeah, isn't that just yeah. really? It, it's so nice to be here. And then with the food that they bring out, it's all they've got a scratch kitchen here, their own recipes. They're doing things like we've got a spicy Brussels sprout out here. We've got an egg roll. I, I thought was really unique as
2: a venison popper that we got to try. It hit the spot for sure. Just the ingredients are great. Uh, the roller coaster red ale yes
1: yeah I, I guess the rest of the names have no huge meaning uh, at least for the academy up north there's a uh, road out there called roller coaster road which obviously goes up and down it feels like you're on a roller coaster <laughs> so um ca- it captures so again, put the that, region
2: that you're in, correct yeah wow.
1: pretty much everything else monumental stout Again, up north is uh, Monument, Colorado. Sure is. And so that kind of went with that one. And uh, you kind of already touched on unibrow. That was uh, picked after the uh, dodgeball player. The uh, Eastern Dodgeball player <laughs> in the movie Dodge Dodgeball. <laughs> Do you oh, remember I her? Knew that immediately she, when you said that. That's a favorite yeah. of mine. <laughs> yeah, it movie. is. That's a great movie. Yeah, and so, somehow that one came out. Oh, I love that, Scott. That's How are you great. guys on time? Can we
2: take a quick break here? Yeah. Okay, that's great. It's 630 on 630 KHOW, Denver's talk station, heart Radio station. Again, just uh, a miracle. We're broadcasting right now from Colorado Mountain Brewery. With Scott and, Scott and Christina Coons, this is so cool. Again, we were down in uh, the San Luis Valley in Monte Vista, Colorado, and it just didn't work out to where, you know, we wanted to broadcast from their park down there. They were doing the potato festival, but, um, you know, IT in small towns is very difficult. Oh, yes. there's so much more to talk about <laughs> than just IT in those small towns. Because we, we take for
3: granted the food that we get even in this great little town of Colorado
2: you Springs. You really do, and which you'd think that that would be kind of a, a flip over. Right, Brian? So you're down with all this great agriculture and, and all these great products and produce and that type of thing, and then you find yourself flat-footed to where not many places put those great ingredients together for food consumption I find
3: it so strange because we're right there at the farm and can we get uh, you know one of our viewers commented when we were taking pictures of the organic watermelon they said they live right in a city in California that grows
2: watermelon but they don't grow organic so um, that was really interesting yeah and the things that we learned between conventional and organic produce Um, Our road trip's been fun this time around. It's much shorter than our spring road trip. That's about eight days. We just set sail for a couple of days to get down there, Uh, courtesy of the Colorado Chefs Association, the ACF, American Culinary Federation. Thanks so much, Joan Brewster, for that. We'll be back in a flash. We'll return to Colorado Mountain Brewery right here on the Modern Eater Show
0: on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, Eat it. click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
9: Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, white wild beers and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hey,
10: it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing 4.5 times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at SouthRiverAquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics. The future of farming.
0: If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F fjohnsondesign at fjohnsondesign.com. Okay, back
2: to the show in just a minute. I've got to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, installing draft systems everywhere. Jeff and his wife, Kristen, again, a hyper-local business, a family man, doing this for 20 years, installing custom and maintenance draft lines. He works with you to make your dreams come true. Also, you need an A-plus on your report card. You need a report card to know the efficiency of your draft lines. Um, You need nitro. You need a a nitro line added. Is your glycol system working to its fullest capability? Are you pouring foamy beer? I was in um, in a bar in Cherry Creek this last week, and they were pouring the beer into a pitcher to get the foam to pour out, then the beer from the pitcher into the glass. As you know, that's not the way to go. If you're pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're, you're pouring, pouring your money down, down the drain. drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He will find that solution for you. Again, 20 years in the business, none better. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions.
11: My name is Alex Seidel.
10: I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, Mr. James Beard,
2: award-winning Alex Seidel, listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, uh, just f- pulling it off. I don't know how, but from Colorado Mountain Brewery in Colorado Springs, Colorado, at 600 South 21st Street. Just Google it. Find your way in. I would encourage you, if you haven't been here before, just take the trip on in. It's really going to be worth your time. And with Scott and Christina Coons, they're going to join us here for another segment. We're going to talk some food because they're a menu. Um, You know, you guys have a leg up because a lot of breweries do the food truck model. Mm. You have a brew pub. This is fantastic. You can brew your beer, serve your own food, and um, keep everybody happy. So, congratulations on the on the brew pub model thank you thank Thank you
6: you. we're really trying to give people a upscale brew pub experience so having amazing beer and amazing food
2: here's what's so cool about your menu is um, unless you're a gluttonous like me and you wanna just eat everything off the menu and, and you're gonna have to come back a few times because right off the bat I want the fish and chips um i want the maple glazed salmon chipotle maple glazed salmon i want the bison meatloaf look at this menu uh char grilled sirloin brood house ribs it's it goes on and on you've got a great pizza oven which i know those pizza ovens those are this, that's a top of the line oven right there i'd almost say that came from italy um, it could have.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it could have. <laughs> uh, Scott, Christine. I love it. They're so they're so just sweet and uh, like unassuming people. It is so great to be here. You you feel like family right when you walk in, and just like you were talking about the menu, and I'll let you talk about it more because it goes on and on and
1: on. Start with the starters, I would think. Yeah. Again, we the kind of idea behind this was uh, we wanted to. Uh, export colorado the way texas roadhouse exports texas you go in there and we lived in texas for several years and wow there's peanuts on the floor big bin of beer and we both said this is actually like texas Uh, with colorado there's no real brand that's out there that says this is what colorado is and so we kind of decided you know what we are going to develop what that brand is and say to the world and to the country, here's what Colorado is. Um, We wanted to bring in some of the unique flavors of Colorado, um, but make it at a price point that was affordable. Uh, Some of the other concepts we've seen uh, would have a lot of interesting game on it that might be very Colorado-ish, but the price points were just huge. It was a $40 plate dinner, and by the time you were done, it was $200 and you were out of there for two. Uh, So we really wanted to take some of those flavors and some of that uh, different types of uh, food out there and bring it to the point where people could experience the Colorado food. I mean, bison
2: poppers, shut the front door. (laughs) I mean, come on. I had a little bit. Those are delicious. Uh, The venison egg rolls. I mean, these types of things scream Colorado to me. One thing at first blush, I look at the menu, and I think man you know food costs are different and juggling and making sure you have it and the fresh ingredients and your menu is so vast and i'm sure you know there's probably a burger on here that you sell a ton of there's probably pizza that you're doing all day long every day long Uh, a couple of entrees but to be able to keep this type of variety on a menu And to have it cycle through i'm sure there's some crossover items that you're able to use from dish to dish but am i on the target about how difficult it is to pull off an extensive menu like this
6: it is yes our team would agree with you (laughs) but that's what we strive hard to do every day we really find that people can come and a big group of people can all find something that they love on our menu and so that's important to us
2: I mean, Mm -hmm. prime rib, really? You really have prime rib back there?
6: We really do. And we really smoke it in-house ourselves, and it's amazing. Oh, really? You do a
2: smoked
3: in-house smoked prime Mm -hmm. rib? That is. Well, it is. I mean, they've got tacos, quesadillas, wraps, and the pizza. I mean, they're taking you across the spectrum when it comes to food, so definitely something here to make everyone happy. Their location is super easy if you're in
2: Colorado Springs because... Garlic mashed potatoes, I'm happy. Uh, this is after the show.
0: <laughs> prime rib time.
2: It's been a hectic couple of days. I'm going with the prime rib. Brian, what, what are you, you going to get? I love it. You know, I'm going to go with the fish and chips. I,
0: I think, you
1: know, I'm an easy right? guy. I like, uh, you know, what kind I, of fishy guys. That sounds crazy. Monkfish, cob.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, we've actually had folks from England come in uh, to our locations and say we have the best fish and chips they've ever had. Oh, wow.
2: Now, can I try some of your fish and chips? I'll <laughs> give you some yeah. of my prime room. Okay. okay, you can share. I, yeah, <laughs> you got some top <laughs>
6: sellers there, so you've chosen wisely.
2: <laughs> um, community, a lot of military community, mm-hmm. um, neighborhood locals. Uh, I'm sure the fi- <laughs> it's a It's beautiful night, you know, September in Colorado. Just winding down. The temperatures are perfect. You get to look over this beautiful um mountain range with the clouds just rolling in ever so gently as the sun sets and this environment of where you can grab yourself a a craft beer and support that local community environment flair um, can, I want in, can I get in a little bit <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> somehow, some way? Well, hey, Greg, I'd yeah. like to ask Scott, because he was in the military, and mm-hmm. Scott, are you, you retired? Is there? Do you do some stuff to give back still to the military? Do you have some engagement with the military? We so. do,
1: we, we do uh, quite a bit, mostly in our restaurant up north. Uh, we end up doing uh, just some military discounts on certain days, but also we've been involved with different, uh, uh, like a wounded warrior type project. Mm. Uh, fundraisers for that. Um, it's called the Fisher House, which is like a Ronald McDonald type house, but for military. Uh, so we don't a lot of that. We're now up at the Air Force Academy uh, football games. This is our first year uh, putting our beer in up there. Uh, but very supportive of Your all the beer's military. beer. on up there? It is now. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, you guys are awesome. doing all the right things. Thanks. So, yeah, definitely it's a huge. Uh, deal for us and something very important for us did you ever think you'd be a, a brewery owner and a restaurateur uh, no <laughs> not even close not even close it's got
3: i gotta believe it feels really good to go back to your old alma
1: mater and serve your beer at your old alma mater it, it's interesting that's one that i never thought either that i would be here serving beer which one do they have uh, they have the Hefeweizen mm-hmm. and also the Blondes. So they in 258. Nice. Two, two killer beers mm-hmm. right there. Um, gosh,
2: you guys, I know you have a busy schedule tonight, and you, you've hosted us and just blown mm-hmm. us away. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Astonished. I mean, truly, we, we cover a lot of the state. Um, been to a lot of places and, and you guys have it together here highest of recommendations Yeah, they rolled out the red carpet for us and I'll tell you the crowd in here looks good You know There's as you say that I, I really think that they just they're treating us like they treat everybody that walks through the door I mean, I'm not wrong on that am I no no
6: we want to be a place that people can come and feel welcomed and enjoy Colorado enjoy the scenery enjoy sitting by the fireplace on the patio and be a place to gather with friends. Yeah, the
1: the goal is that no matter what kind of day you've had, uh, no matter what's going on in life, we want you to be able to walk in the doors um, and forget about those problems just for a little bit and enjoy what we're doing here and be able to walk out um, with a little uh, smile on your face and happy that you uh, were able to show up. Uh, Well, thank you. I bet you guys do a huge...
3: I mean business I bet with parties because you've got the great space You've got a loft area that you could do a private party up there we've got some yeah, in the mezzanine It looks like you have even a conference room where people could have a board meeting lunch. It's in private
2: And let's not forget (laughs) You want to watch a game, you know? Yes Air Force, right? Air Force football Denver Broncos here it is. Are you are you guys um Bronco fans, or you're from Tech? Come on, uh, yes, we're you. Bronco fans.
6: Uh,
2: as far Jake as we know tonight, oh, you're Bronco. Oh
1: no,
6: definitely Bronco fans.
1: We're Bronco fans. <laughs> my daughter and I like who's she's a uh, ten years old, and on the way to school every day, we listen to Orange and Blue seven sixty and the really? Bronco um, Talk. Uh, yeah, one she's, of our stations. Yeah, yeah, she's big into that. So that's fantastic. Uh, I'll tell you what
2: you know do yourself a favor get in here knuckle up to the bar watch a Broncos game go Broncos tomorrow right it's probably yeah. gonna be, it's going to be popping around here tomorrow well i'll tell you what's big right now
3: is the Rockies are on you know the Rockies are in first place in our division we're playing LA one of the other the number 2 team right now this is this is an awesome spot i'll tell you i'm sitting in this beautiful beautiful brewery that like you said if the weather outside perfect yeah. the weather inside is even better because there's lots of Food and drink
2: on the table for everyone, um,
7: and Grab we're a having t-shirt. a great time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, have a
2: good time. Grab the loved one and come on down. You, you know, you folks in Denver, um, you know, we we broadcast from the whole front range, from from close to Fort Collins down to Colorado Springs. On a clear day, you, you can always catch us on the internet. But I'll tell you what, it, it, you know, folks, it's forty minutes. It's not far. You know, if you if you're in the tech center. You're almost here, (laughs) head on down, you know, no doubt. Well, and they've got the two locations, and their other location,
3: I've looked at, we're going to swing by it on the way out. It looks even just as nice. I mean, it doesn't have the historical importance that this building does. I mean, and really just the thought that all these arches where they were spinning a train around, and folks, what they bring is the, the locomotive into this place, spin it around on a switch, and shoot it right back out. It's an incredible building. But then you've got like I was where I was going with that is this, you've got your north location, which is even closer to Denver. So right. exactly, it really yeah. doesn't give people
2: an excuse. You should try <laughs> out Colorado, Colorado Mountain Brewery. Brewery. Thank you guys so much.
6: Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, guys.
2: Gotten Christina Coons. What a great family. Uh, one one daughter? Three, three, daughters. three daughters. Three daughters. Uh-oh. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm just guessing, but Christina, I'm thinking you actually have another job, too. <laughs> No. Nope.
6: As a mom? As yeah. a mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Probably one of the toughest jobs, especially when you raised me. I, mean, I love my mom. She's probably listening right now. Uh, thank you guys so much for the hospitality. We're going to continue on with the show. If you think any guests that you'd like to have on, just pop them over here, and we'd love to talk to them. Okay.
1: All right.
2: Well, great. There Thank they are, you. The Coons family. Okay. We're going to take a break. Come right back with In the Kitchen. We're going to have Samantha New join us. And um, Samantha's doing some great things. The chef uh, working really hard. But I love just kicking around ideas and the things that she is up to. I think you'll find very fascinating. And hopefully we'll be able to get a hold of Jim, who is the, is it president? It, yeah. Uh, I think he's the, he's the deputy commissioner of, of the potato Yeah, Potato Council. Okay, we'll do that and more next right here live from Colorado Mountain Brewery on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
12: Hey, Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater talk show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com.
10: Hey, it's Greg Holland
2: back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet. Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things.
0: Whose
11: cuisine reigns supreme?
0: You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada.
2: Okay, yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweety. We're back on the Modern Eater Show live on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollandack, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All's well in the world as we pulled this broadcast off from Colorado Mountain Brewery. Uh, just to do a recap, we're heading down to, uh, which we did. We got down to the San Luis Valley in Monte Vista, Colorado for the Potato Festival. Uh, met up with our good friends Blake Edmonds and Chef Carrie Baird who are doing... They did a demo down there today. We went on a potato tour. We had full intentions to stay the full two days in Monte Vista, Colorado and do a broadcast from either the park or they had a motorcycle rally that's going on there. Um, But we were were not able to connect. And as fate has it, we got a hold of a brewery. We actually thought it was... (laughs) down south in southern colorado but no of course it's never that easy um oh i'm a, so glad we're it's in we colorado springs it. yeah. it's in colorado springs colorado so i encourage you where our socks are knocked off here at colorado mountain brewery and our travel person our travel friend Chef Samantha New, who's just uh, you know she she got to know us better than she probably ever wanted <laughs> to. Wanted to. <laughs> oh man, Samantha. and that's that, that's putting it mildly Samantha. too, because when you put three forty-plus year old guys in a truck, and why, why send are you it, going there? Why don't we just say down the highway? <laughs>
5: <laughs> you didn't have to be too specific. Has right? it been
2: terrible, Samantha?
5: No, absolutely. I've had a great time.
2: Have you? Yeah. yeah. She's a good liar. She's a good chef and a good liar. <laughs> that means a lot. I guess
5: I'm good for radio. Yeah.
7: yeah. That's right.
2: So Colleen texts, we had her on earlier. Ferreira? Uh, Yeah, she said, P.S., if you put a potato in your smoothie, we are not friends anymore. Whoa. <laughs> she took that pretty
4: serious, huh? Hey, listen, you know, it's harsh. Uh, here's what I'm going to do, because she's at the food festival right now, so chances are she's not listening. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and if she asks it's me. It's tastes to taste terribly well, I know, starchy. I, well, I know. Listen, I'm not going to put a, a six-pound toma- potato into one uh, smoothie. Just I put mean, the banana in, dude. <laughs>
1: Well, don't, don't go out the potato had
4: some... I can't remember what the other benefits were to the potato. I'll Google it, but there were some other things in there that I heard that I like. Vitamin C. Hey, you guys, that? I,
2: I don't want to short Samantha. I want to have her on the show with us here. And we've got an hour, kind of, to play with. And then, do we have any guests in the next hour? We're trying to get a hold of Jim from the potato council, but he's not answering his phone.
4: No, I was going to do a brewer from here, and then that fell apart just
2: because it was such short notice, so we're kind of running on fumes. Let's do uh, what we learned. Again, uh, I want to talk there's so many things that i'm excited about right now especially the new modern eater kitchen modern kitchen colorado that we're outfitting right now it's a beautiful kitchen it's an incubator of culinary ideas and we're going to have so many capabilities from pop ups to education to video it's always been my dream to as much as i love being in the heart studios I had a dream that we need to be in a kitchen we do a food and beverage show so as we do facebook lives and we're doing more and more videos again we're on facebook right now hopefully if you're listening on facebook i know the audio was a little wonky there but i think we've got that straightened out so as we venture uh, what, what do we have back there bell i don't have a clock in front of me about 30 how many seconds see you in the next hour on the modern eater show on iHeartRadio
0: eat. It's time for the second course. Hour number two of the Modern Eater.
4: What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're
0: getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman.
2: Alright, back at an hour two of the Modern Eater show. As luck would have it, we found a place to broadcast and a good one at that. Colorado Mountain Brewery in Colorado Springs. 600 South 21st Street. Um, just rolled out the red carpet for us, Scott and Christina Coons. We can't thank you enough as we went on uh, TME Road Trip 1.5, just a couple of days in the <laughs> San Luis Valley in Monte, Monta Vista, Colorado. And uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, uh, Chef Samantha with is here as well. We have on the line right now, do we have Jim? Jim, let's bring Jim up jim how are you sir are you there i'm i'm great i'm great how are you guys we're, we're well I, again tell me your title again jim
8: uh, i'm the executive director of the colorado potato administrative committee
2: gotcha you uh rolled out the red carpet for us as well we went on a very interesting tour today um that's so cool the call the the potato festival held in Monte vista colorado Uh, I think a great place to obviously have it held since it's really the uh, epicenter of uh, where potato growing happens here in Colorado. But could you set the stage, Jim, on what we experienced today?
8: Yeah, you bet. Um, First of all, I want to thank you guys very much for making the trip down, and I hope you enjoyed the day. Um, What we did in the morning was we took you out to the Colorado State University um, Research Center. They have a Ag Experiment Station here in the San Luis Valley and you met with four scientists that um, work for the CSU system and they work primarily on potato production and uh, potato breeding and then we um, got to see some of the new varieties that they're developing and growing the sandless valley potato growers and you got to take some potatoes back with you yeah
2: let's go we slow. let's let's go slow and we'll we, and we'll continue okay. on but as we were there at that research <laughs> yeah. facility uh, farm research farm those varieties of potatoes could you just describe some of the varieties that we were looking at that aren't even on the market uh, some of them yeah. but yeah. some not at that point
8: yeah no what primarily what you saw was new stuff that they're developing and you know, it's it's unique. It's it's uh, you know a yellow potato with red red and yellow flesh, and it's a uh, purple potato that might be red on the inside. And it's it's new stuff. It's it's unique stuff that is not really in the marketplace yet.
3: Freeman here, Jim Brian Freeman here. Sorry, a little technical difficulty there. We I want to ask you. Said it takes about 10, 10 to fifteen years to get one of those potatoes on the market.
8: Is that right? yeah no that's right it takes them through the breeding process it takes them at least 10 years to really get a variety that they think will be successful and segregated and have the genetics right and then it takes about four years after that for them to get it ready so that it's commercial you know uh commercializable
2: Ah, commercially viable there gotcha yeah yeah right i'll tell you what marketable right I, I see some like the purple potatoes, which you, people can't get enough of in the grocery stores. Do you remember their name? Uh, please
8: yeah, remind the purple me. Maj- purple
2: majesties. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you do some all blues down there as well, don't you? We have some. You bet. Uh, what, what strikes me is that a lot of times, and let's face it, the consumers uh, fully into aesthetics, right? Yeah. Uh, what's pleasing yeah. to the eye, but is the flavor profile changing, Jim?
8: Yeah, no, you know, we actually did a research project uh, uh, the last couple of years where we, we um, you met him today, Sastry Jayante, uh, used gas chromatography to figure out what consumers like and the different taste profiles, and then we're trying to use that information to incorporate that into the new potatoes that they are developing.
2: I'll tell you what, uh, as a fan of potato, I think everybody is. Wait, and, what was it that you said today? How many pounds of potatoes per year does the average person eat? The per average year?
8: person in the U.S. consumes about 114 pounds of potatoes a year.
2: Uh, Jim Ehrlich on the phone with us, executive director, Colorado Potato Administration. He's in Monte Vista, Colorado. He took a couple of minutes to step aside to do a recap of what we did today. So, obviously, the Colorado Chefs Association, the ACF, and by the way, uh, Joan Brewster says hello. She's not here today, oh, great, but I, I talk to Joan all the time. She thinks the world of you. Um, as, as we venture on, we left the, um, the, the farm, and, and we went to another farm. This was a family farm as well, right?
8: Right. It was Martinez Farms. So, it was Margie and Segundo Diaz. And they have a, a fairly large farm, about 3,000 acres, and they grow 1,500 acres of potatoes. And they're also uh, certified seed growers. And we got to spend uh, some time watching them harvest and watch them store their potatoes and just meeting the family.
2: Yeah, the stories is what I love the most. And the Martinez family, I mean, just a, uh, an illustrious family in, in agriculture and And seemingly, what a great operation. I can see why you picked that farm uh, to visit, because uh, as it seems seamless in that farm, there's a lot going on. Give us an idea of what we looked at from uh, soup to nuts.
8: Okay, well, the first thing we saw was um, actual potato harvest in the field. So you saw the equipment going through the field and harvesting the potatoes, and there's A lot of activity there because they use uh, a digger to first dig the potatoes and then they have a harvester that comes along and actually loads trucks and so we saw that activity and then we went over and uh, watched them unload the potatoes and and actually sort them and put them in storage and they have a lot of people working to accomplish that.
2: Yeah you have to take the the dirt cloth that you showed me today yeah that they're pulling out of there I can see how you'd want to yank those out of there, but you have to be Johnny on the spot and ready to go with a good eye and a good attention span, which I do not have, to be <laughs> able to. I mean, and, and, and you think of, uh, you know, Jim, truly uh, the men and women, the folks that that, that make this happen because, you know, as, as we say and always say, and you reminded us today that this potato was not born on the shelf. Um, no,
8: absolutely it, not. Yeah. It goes
2: through uh, quite a few hands, hard-working hands, um, the men and women that, that make up the um, what I, in, in my estimation, the, the most difficult um, chain, uh, link in the chain uh, as far as agriculture goes. Um, but these folks were, were just working like a fine-tuned machine, and the process is, is amazing to watch. Um, at that point you load them in and, and then they sto- showed us the storage because let's keep in mind and and we talked about just the region as the san luis valley um the growing span is anywhere from 90 days to 120 if you're really really lucky um but again the, you know potatoes the expectation is we want to eat them year round
8: right yeah we 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 talked about that at length you know We go to great pains uh, to make sure that we store those potatoes to the very best we can so that you're getting the same quality or at least the approximate same quality in September as you do in August. And that means you've had a, if you buy a potato in August here in the United States, that that means that potato has likely been in storage for at least 10 months. Well, Chip. Jim, I've
3: got an interesting question for you there. Is, uh, talk about the starches and how they change in the potatoes, you know, because a lot of people don't realize
8: that a potato, a storage potato, will actually change. Yeah, you know, you, we try to keep them at 38 to 40 degrees and about 90 to 95 percent relative humidity, but that's for fresh market potatoes, which is what we typically grow here. But if you're growing a processed potato, uh, you to keep it warmer because you're going to, you don't want the, if you the colder you store it, it makes some of those starches um, change form. And so you actually, then when you cook that potato, if you were going to fry it as a French fry, it would fry dark. And you don't want that to happen. You know, It, it doesn't really change the taste so much, but it definitely changes the, the conversion process of the starch in that potato.
3: And, and that's a starch to
8: uh, sugar, correct? Yeah, if you get it too cold, absolutely. And and you know, potatoes. It's all complex carbohydrates, so you got a lot of sucrose, glucose, and it. The chemistry. I can't really go into that on the radio here, but yeah, absolutely, Brian. Jim, tell us what okay. nutrients
3: are you are you getting that from? We found out today that potatoes. Uh, well, some of us in the crowd found out that potatoes have more potassium than bananas. But aren't there some other nutrients and minerals that you can get that are really good for you from potatoes?
8: Yeah, absolutely. First of all, potatoes have no fat, no cholesterol, no sodium. And they have more potassium than a banana. But they also are high, like, in uh, fiber if you eat the skin. And they're also uh, very high in vitamin C. That's why uh, when Spanish explorers traveled across the seas, they would take potatoes on the ship because it would prevent scurvy. and there's riboflavin and other things like that too.
3: Well, and you uh, shared today with some of the crew that uh, potatoes all originated in one place, and where is that, Jim? Uh, Peru. Oh.
8: Yeah, South America, mostly Peru, the Andes. Yeah, that's that's where they got their start. And what happened was the Spanish conquistadors took them from there back to Europe, and from Europe they came back to the United States. Oh wow,
2: Jim, I got. It. I gotta ask you, um, Greg Holland back here. So our producer Jay Parker, as he you probably saw him running around with the cameras today.
8: Yeah, uh, doing really the
2: enough. doing the great work. But as he learned that uh, potatoes have more potassium than banana, he came up with this idea that he's gonna start substituting in his morning smoothies potatoes instead of banana. <laughs> I said you lost your mind, Jay but he's, uh, he's bent on it, he wants to do it. Uh, the taste of a raw potato, Jim. Uh, do you think he's
8: as crazy as I do? Um, I don't recommend that you eat them raw, I gotta be honest. Um, it's because they grow in the soil, they grow in the soil with like, literally trillions of microorganisms, so you can't, you can't guarantee the food safety of a raw potato and what? truthfully you could probably eat them 99 times out of 100 and it would be just perfectly fine but i i wouldn't recommend that honestly if it cooked had, them, to me be great I had, I had i
2: had to bring it up i had to bring it up yeah, because no. yeah. there are other folks when they hear oh uh, more potassium than a than a Banana. I'm just going to substitute that out, but I thought that that was worth mentioning. Well, Did that deter Jim, you, Jay? Jim,
4: not really. No, um, <laughs> Jim. Let me, I have two, uh, two questions, real quick. One is, you know, would it would it help if I boiled it a little bit? I mean, I, I could do that. Yeah, no. H- how can, much nutrients can, do I absolutely. lose when I boil it, though?
8: No, you, you lose some. You you definitely lose some. Okay, because, so raw you know, it is. Gonna, well, Se- second- I can tell you what you could do. You could microwave it too. If
4: you microwave it for 30 seconds, that'd be uh-huh. good. Okay. Uh, second part, how, the million-dollar question, what's your favorite way to eat a potato? If you well, could only eat a potato uh, one way for the rest of your life,
1: Jim.
8: Yeah.
4: Potatoes one way.
8: It depends, yeah, it depends on the kind of potato, right? We have so oh, many different geez. varieties of potatoes. Okay. Potato, so p- what's you your look, favorite I'm, variety? I'm, I'm um. I'm a mashed potato guy.
4: You're mashed potatoes. So,
8: uh, yeah, I'm a mashed okay. potato guy. So if you give me a good red potato and you mash it, I, S- I could eat them all day. Skin's on or off? Yeah, on.
4: Of course. Oh, the, better,
8: said, red better for potato. You. Red yeah. potato, that's a big uh, Yeah, thing.
2: do you use a red for your mash or do you use a russet?
8: Yeah, no, I, I would use a red.
2: I love the reds as well. And do you have
3: any secret yeah. ingredients in there other than potatoes?
8: No. no. Oh.
2: Hey, no. one thing, you know, look in the mirror, right? <laughs> um, if you're wondering about potatoes, it's not the potato that's making you fat, right, Jim? I, we cracked yeah. up. So.
8: Yeah, you, you know, the thing is, uh, a medium-sized potato is 110 calories. So you could, and they're very, they're very uh, filling, right? So if you eat one, it, it's called the satiety, but it basically makes you feel full. So if you eat a potato you're not gonna actually eat as much. And so it's the stuff you put on potatoes and really potatoes are so versatile you can you can mix them with all kinds of different spices, vegetables, whatever. They're they're actually considered a gateway vegetable.
7: I'll tell you what, we have a
2: we have a new joke that's uh, grab a potato and look at yourself in the mirror with that potato. If you look like that potato. Uh, you
4: might want to stop switch. Stop putting butter and sour cream on it. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't blame the potato. <laughs> yeah. Jim, I'm going to get you a T-shirt for Christmas. It's going to say, don't blame the potato.
8: <laughs> there you go. I'm all in. That's perfect.
3: Jim. Yeah, yeah, it's not the potato that's making you fat. It's your mouth. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Jim. Well, I, was trying to, I was trying to be nice, but it's truthful. Yeah, it is. Uh,
2: Executive Director of Colorado Potato Administration, I'm hoping that we can come down for many years to come. As we, uh, well, re- I,
8: I can't thank you guys enough for coming down. It was awesome to meet you, and uh, I've enjoyed getting to know you, and I'm going to try to listen to your program more often.
2: Thank you so much. That means a lot to us as well as we're all about Colorado, and I know you are too. Uh, thanks for taking Absolutely. the time out. Back to the festivities in Monte Vista,
8: Colorado. It was a good day for yeah. you, right, Jim? Yeah, it was awesome. We got a, a one heck of a motorcycle aerial stunt show going on right now and these guys are phenomenal.
2: How did Carrie Baird, Chef Carrie Baird do at the potato demonstration? We had to get out of there. (laughs)
8: She did she did awesome. She did awesome and she's here tonight to watch the motorcycle. So she's having fun. I did
2: have one feedback though for the potato festival. More potatoes in the festival. That's what (laughs) I heard. We we want all kinds of fries and, and that type of thing
8: yeah I hear you you know it you you saw our area it's pretty rural we don't have a lot of food vendors we had I think 12 out at the park today so I I know we have guys that make that makes ribbon fries every year I don't know that I saw him there today and he's really good Can we-
5: I, I saw a guy in a big red truck. That was selling urban yeah, yeah. fries. Yeah. Yeah, they looked really good.
8: Maybe we
2: can partner with you on some food stuff next year. That would be cool with potatoes. That would be awesome. That'd I love great. it.
8: We'd love to hear about it. You bet. All right.
2: Jim Ehrlich, appreciate the time. Back to the festivities. And, again, thanks so much for your hospitality today in Montavista, yeah, th- Colorado. Thank
8: you, guys. Hope you Appreciate enjoyed the trip.
2: Thank you, sir. Right. Appreciate it. Thank Very you for having us. Bye. Jim Erlich. just a really nice guy. Funny, too. You know, he, he does. On that <laughs> bus tour, I think he was made for that, you guys. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah, you? That yeah. I feel like
5: he got up hours before we did, though, and probably had a lot more coffee.
4: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. He said, I'm not a big talker. Yeah, Yeah. and then we started out the tour. By the end of it, I don't know if I
2: believed him on that. And a a lot less tequila the night before. (laughs) Yeah.
3: But I always find when someone says, I'm not a talker, they're just sort of warming you up with that. You know, just like we're not drinkers or we're not eaters. You know, we don't, uh,. We don't know what it's like to sit down and have a good meal. And as you can see on Not this table, you know, there is just <laughs> oh, a and little we're, bit we're of more. As the sun tonight. sets
2: in Colorado on the Pike National Forest, it's a beautiful evening. It's a September evening of fall in Colorado. The Broncos game tomorrow. All's well in the world from Colorado Mountain Brewery, 600 South 21st Street. It's a pleasure. Thanks to Scott and Christina Coons. Scott might be in his car right now heading on out of here. Uh, listening to the broadcast. So, sir, appreciate that so much. And Mike Irby just pulling off the work of, yeah, I mean. Magician. <laughs> he's a, he's, he's a, a magician. 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 <laughs> I, mean, I mean, magicians do things that you can't believe, and that's what he's done here tonight. Absolutely. But we kind of expect it out of him. He's, right? a, he's, he's a magician you expect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. L- yeah. Literally.
3: expect it. You know, he's consistent at least, right? <laughs> uh, here's the
2: call at 2 p.m. today uh hello hey mike how are you it's greg oh good man where are we going to do the broadcast from (laughs) we need a dedicated ethernet line you know that right yeah yeah i I know that mike i've been working on it guess what we found a cool brewery we thought it was right down here in southern colorado uh it's not it's in (laughs) it's in colorado Springs. so as we dragged him down to um monte vista colorado and and he's just he's here with his lovely And it is so fantastic to have pros like this on the spot that are just like, you know what? We believe in what you're doing. Um, He's come to a couple of our dinners just supporting us in the show. And it means so much to us as we get up here with probably, I don't know, 50 minutes left, 50 minutes left. Well, Greg, I'll bet, though,
3: that you, you turned Mike onto something new that he would have never done probably in his entire life. He probably never would have come down to the Colorado Potato Harvest Festival.
2: In Monta Vista, where we were last night and today. Or maybe even not seen this brewery before. Yeah. And so, then his you know, friends here as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. He's like, a, yeah, it's that's right, cool. guys. You yeah. tell you, you
4: brought <laughs> yeah. all this beautiful change into my life. <laughs>
2: Thank you for the three I and a half be hour drive. But if, <laughs> I, yeah, if he yes. wants One to go way. back,
3: he can stay in Monta Vista. He's got a hotel room for the night. Yes. That's a no. wild yeah. hop in town. Yeah. Man. yeah, shoot on back. His yeah, head you know. is already
2: in Broncos <laughs> Stadium for tomorrow's broadcast when the Broncos take on the Seattle. Yeah Seahawks for the home opener game and uh, again, we'll be there we'll be there you will you got will? a mouse in your pocket because I'm not going oh uh, well you were hitting me up for a ticket and, and really? he wasn't
3: that nice to me you know could he get a ticket He's he still got time ticket. to work on
2: me I think I still he knows what I like I would love he to go. knows what I like okay let's see football we're way behind we need to take a break we're a Colorado Mountain Brewery Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker Brian Freeman uh, Chef Samantha new with us here as well There's a few things that I want to just clean up about this road trip things that are on my mind I think you probably know about that, but I also want to talk about the state of the culinary. I want to give the culinary um, State of the Union or uh, the a workers address. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's an interesting climate out there and and, and again, that's why we're um, such big supporters of the Colorado Chefs Association apprenticeship program uh, we need more people. Back of the house is tough. Chefs, mm-hmm. it's a tough life. Yes, um, it is. I want to throw a happy birthday out to Brandon Hart real quick. It's his birthday today. Is it nice, really? Yeah. I don't know if he's listening, but he, he's our guy. So He's happy one birthday. to watch. Yeah. yeah. Colorado's one to watch. Is a, a uh, r- I keep calling him a kid. He's <laughs> like a grown <laughs> man.
4: <laughs> right.
2: Well, Samantha is. <laughs> come on now. That's right. That's okay. why she's here with us. Let's take that break. We'll be right back live from Colorado Mountain Brewery in Colorado Springs, 600 South 21st Street, back in the flash on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
0: Soup's on. If you're hyper local and you like food, Eat it. click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures.
11: It is good.
0: Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
9: Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-age specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. even dog friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, BrewsBeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver.
0: Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker Whiskey. Rocker Rum. Rocker Vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rocker Spirits.
12: Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com.
4: Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers. With a staff that really care, on East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com.
11: Ciao, a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? I'm Tati Bella, the Chef of the Year from Eater, Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: Yes, you are, Elise Wiggins. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. We tell you all the time about Jeff and... We just want to sing the song, and and it needs to be sung because uh, I literally go into a lot of aging restaurants, right? And their tap systems, hey, they're not so great, and it's truly tacky. Uh, Pouring foamy beer. I know your temperatures are off. People are really, especially in Colorado, you're paying attention to the beer. Uh, You want it delicious. You want it the way the brewer intended it to taste. If you're not using Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions and you have those difficulties, you're missing the boat. It's as simple as calling Jeff Rourke and getting getting an A-Plus on your report card. A-Plus Beverage Solutions, offering custom installs and maintaining your draft systems. You need to add a nitro line? Jeff will do it for you. You need to maintain your line? Your, is your glycol off? Jeff can take care of that as well. Pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're You're pouring pouring your money
3: money down down the drain. Please
2: don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. You'll thank me that you did. 720-272-3809. He's hyper-local. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions.
9: Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. (laughs) What the f*** is wrong with you? (laughs) You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: Another great brewery right there. That's Brews Beers as we broadcast from Colorado Springs and Colorado Mountain Brewery is the name of the game this evening. Thank you so much. As we were on Road Trip 1.5, And uh, searching for a great place to broadcast from, and I don't think we could have, it exceeded all expectations, right? It was very
4: fortuitous that we found this brewery to do a remote from. Can you spell that? (laughs) F-U-R-U-D-I-S.
3: Forget the O in there. Um, Jay, would you live in a place like this? Colorado Springs is totally different from the big city that you're from.
4: Yeah, no, I would. And and when we the last time we did a remote, I think we were done at 4 by Brother Luck, visiting with him and talking with him outside and listening to him explain, you know, what's happening in the city because he's down here every mm-hmm. day and the new places popping up and the breweries and everything else. Absolutely. And I lived here once upon a time. When I moved to Colorado for the first time, it was to the Springs. You guys, oh,
2: okay, you? so Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, our road trip buddy, um, Chef Samantha Newsick. All right, I'm going to go along with you guys. I don't know why she wanted to, or but she did. <laughs> and so here's the chef with us right now as we kind of just go through the last couple segments of this show with us, you guys. Uh, one thing to note is I popped outside. There's a, a, a waiting. Uh, people are waiting right There's now. There's a line for tables to get in. And uh, rightfully so, I'm sure it's us. Who. Yeah, we're, we're taking up like 20 seats in the bar tonight. It's, uh, <laughs> it's well,
3: yeah, There's a lot of seats. It's at this good. long but table. But isn't this table gorgeous? Did anyone notice this is it's just a plank of wood? Yeah. I yeah, mean, this it's is uh, It's
5: like they yeah, just whacked it right off of w- a tree. Yeah,
3: slid it right off of a tree. It, this is a gorgeous place here. Colorado Mountain Brewery. We're so lucky that Greg <laughs> scouts out these places for better for worse. It's uh, dumb
1: luck. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 that's what it was. Just dumb luck.
5: I think it's sheer determination.
2: Well, you got to. You got to
5: find somewhere.
2: Can't stop, won't stop, and that's just <laughs> the thing. Have have knives, will travel. Exactly. Right. You you can't stop, and you won't stop. And as I said, we need to do the uh, state of the state culinary uh, address right here. And I find it <laughs> really interesting. It's Samantha, as you venture into the the next journey into your life. Um, right now you're kind of freelancing and I find that so interesting. Talk a little bit about that and why you are.
5: Well, what I call it currently is a mercenary chef, um, meaning I'm kind of just floating around. Um, I don't belong anywhere. I'm not on a schedule. Um, I am helping out wherever is needed. So I've been helping out a lot at the Binderies. I'm at Bar Helix. I've been helping out with events all over Denver and I just, um, just locked in a couple of food truck gigs. Um, and it's great for me because I'm able to kind of make my own schedule. I've been trapped in grueling hours in hot kitchens for many, many years.
7: Um, that, and, that
2: and some of the new influence that, you know, Chef, Chef Linda Hampson Fox, you get yeah, to, you yeah. know, work with her as well. And then you head over and Kendra's mine over there at right. Bar Helix. And, and as you network and cultivate this little community within, I'm not... So, so sure it's a sustainable model for the industry. Obviously, because people want, probably want you there all the time. For sure,
5: for sure, they they want to lock me in on the schedule. They want to know, you know, they they want to know that they can count on me being there in the next three, four weeks plus. Um, But currently, right now, I'm working on starting my own business, so I am not in a position right now to to be willing to do that.
2: Yeah. So, so chefs that are on the bench would you say lock yourself into or, or, or discover maybe these types of aspects as you look into more and more Facebook groups and people reaching out and saying I need help right um, is this something just for you right now
5: it's something that's convenient and useful for me right now right. and it allows me to, to help you know my, my fellow Denver um, food scene people out um, it's it's a unique opportunity for me right now um, there's 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 a pretty big labor shortage in the restaurant industry in Denver Completely. right now, which I'm sure we could do an entire show about just Absolutely just could. focusing on that. Um, and there's a lot of good networking since it's a major city. It's focused on food. There's there's people out there communicating and, and you know with the ACF and there's Facebook groups and there's plenty of opportunities for talking to other people in the industry yeah fill the Um, gap
2: right right exactly exactly and especially for somebody like you and and we'll talk about this momentarily but as you venture into your new business endeavor um you don't need to completely do. That. You don't need to deplete all of your savings, Samantha. Right. You still right, need right. to have a little bit of income. Yeah, I'm coming looking in. to
5: ease into this venture sure. and kind of see where it takes me. And in the meantime, there's there's plenty of people who need help. And I mean, I've I've been doing this a long time. I've done a great variety of things. I mean, people ask chefs, "Hey, what's your specialty?" Mm-hmm. My specialty is is being adaptable and being versatile. Um, so I'm not a specialist in any one particular thing. I'm uh-huh. just able to do a, a pretty wide variety of things. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of a plug and play. You know, I was just out in Monterey for de d'Elegance and um, jumped in the kitchen with my knives and oh, and I'm so got stuff done. About
3: that. I'm yeah. So Brian, it Freeman was a here, blast. So it was so much fun. If anyone knows what the Concours d'Elegance is yeah. in Pebble Beach, it's it it's massive. truly the nicest old car show. Yep. In the world, I saw some well, there's cars. one in Europe that's pretty darn good too. But yeah. this this one for the U.S. It's gorgeous. The people, yeah. the scenery, and Pebble Beach right there. Your Monterey, California. It I'm was, jealous. Yeah, oh, it
5: was a great was... opportunity for me to, to hop into.
2: But bottom line, all hands on deck right now. Truly. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, absolutely.
5: It, we're we're in a position right now where we need to help each other out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you're a young line cook and you're looking to to expand your your skills a little bit and and branch out um you know on your days off it's a good idea to jump on there's a uh, facebook group called denver chefs collaborative there's another one called friends and family people post on there all the time hey i need help tonight i'm short staffed Mm -hmm. i'll pay you cash
2: i kind of want to work on a uh, like a sister restaurant program that you can draw folks from if need be you know Uh, and it could go all the way down from washing dishes you know the front of the house is so weighted right now and I know it's a money thing.
5: it's easier and it's and it's tips it's cash yeah. Uh, yeah. you know same day
4: it's yeah yeah, yes, it, it's a lot easier. But then you're a bartender, I, so you
5: have the opposite. I, right. uh, no, he's a beer server.
4: Hey, listen, man, I'm Are a bartender. You're a bar- all
5: right?
4: If you have to choke somebody from time to time, then you're a bartender. Okay, I've so. never
5: had to do that in the kitchen, so <laughs> exactly, I'll, I'll stay in the exactly back. Exactly right.
2: I had a guy throw a tortilla at me and hit me in the face in the kitchen one time. So it's like I get it from both ends. I bet you do. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> well, so here I'm going to actually give a selfish
2: plug to the Modern Eater because one of the things that all
3: these aspiring chefs like you, Samantha, can do now that the Modern Eater kitchen exists mm-hmm. is this can be a test kitchen. Very excited. This, for this is a kitchen. place that these guys, the you know, the Modern Eater is creating an environment to welcome chefs and and. Give chefs an opportunity to find their own space, right? Some you know,
5: community kitchen. Well, it not really only is. that, yeah. some
2: folks are testing concepts. Just like Chef Daniel Asher with Ashkara, um, he's opening up this restaurant, and he just wants a grand opening. He doesn't want to do a soft opening. He doesn't want to test the menu out. And he's like, "I'd love to use the kitchen, you guys, to be able to." Uh, showcase some of the items that I want to develop on my menu to see how they go over. So pop ups as well as, as pop
4: ups. I mean, this is
5: kinda, for sure, that's you know, a brave move on his part. F- by the
4: way. Uh, Why you know, is that?
5: It's the grand opening. Yeah. Oh, there's just there's a lot of kinks to work out. Stuff that you didn't anticipate, yes. didn't think about ahead of time. Yeah.
4: So uh, sure. he's a brave a per- man. It's yeah, <laughs> a perfect <laughs> environment to do it in. So for sure. It, it would for be sure. the modern, the modern yeah. kitchen, Colorado. And then furthermore, I mean, uh, you know, cooking classes, and then just a straight up dinner want If you want to come out, uh, you know, uh, book a party. You know, you, you contact the modern eater. We, we, we get you going. We get, and you, I, get you a chef if you need
2: one, and you come in and you have a, a one-of-a-kind experience. And beyond that, education is very important to us. Continuing the education for chefs, mm-hmm. I think there's a real need to expand your skills and then just to be able to have a... A kitchen to where we're able to broadcast from to be able to create amazing content for you for you to see the delicious ingredients that we have to available for us here in colorado and then to have in my estimation some of the best in the culinary community to come in and play with those ingredients is just overwhelmingly exciting to me so i can't wait to be able to open the doors to the public for you to do that, but you will be able to if all goes right next Saturday evening. We'll give you a little sneak preview as we broadcast live from the uh, Modern Kitchen Colorado off of 5th and Decatur Street here in Denver. Prime location. Perfect oh, location. perfect location. You can't get any better. You cannot get any better. Terribly excited. Chef Samantha New here with us at Colorado Mountain Brewery as we intimated just briefly before uh, a couple of minutes ago the uh, can we get a sneak peek of what your future is looking like as you're showing us excitement of logos and ideas yeah, and yeah. websites coming? Uh, give us a little preview.
5: Right. So I have someone working on graphic design for me, and I've shown you guys probably a half a dozen different <laughs> options. What do you think of this? What about these colors? Um, I locked in a website domain today, so I sent my graphic guy all that information, so he's going to load it up with all kinds of Um, pictures and quotes and contact info and all that stuff my business cards will be ordered pretty soon here and the end goal for me um, I've always wanted to be a personal chef it's kind of that's that's the dream that's the end goal Um, but since I've been in the industry for so long and I've and I've done so many things and I really enjoyed doing catering and events um, I kind of want to focus a lot as well on private parties, you know, dinner parties in people's homes and small catering events and maybe a little bit of consulting and cooking classes as well.
3: Samantha, Brian Freeman, what's and your style? And the Modern Eater Kitchen. And the Modern Eater kitchen. kitchen, yeah. She well, can that, come in Hey, and remember some I, of those personal I brought there. that right in, right That's in. Right, well. right, right, um, right. But I'm curious, Samantha, what would you describe your style of cooking? My, you know, everyone has a style. What's yours?
5: Right. My my style of cooking, like I said earlier, my specialty really is is versatility. So all of my menus are completely customizable. I'm able to do basically whatever, whatever you want or need. Um, if I'm cooking for myself, it's more like a rustic farmhouse style. I like slow-braised meats that fall off the bone. I like very fresh vegetables. I try and go local and hyper-local as much as possible. Um, I, you know, I know someone that has... Beehives, and he does local honey, which helps with allergies, seasonal allergies. Um, all the fresh local produce that I can get, the Palisade peaches and the and the Olaith corn, and and all of that. Um, yeah, and just I like clean cooking. You know, I, I like fresh herbs and fresh vegetables. What
4: Jay Parker here? What do you think about putting raw potatoes in a smoothie? I think Terrible that you idea. should
5: be more aware of your I'm food gonna, safety. we're
4: going to Google it. If it's not a safety issue, if it's I can get one. It's a bad one, idea, if okay. well, if I I, Jay. I, I, one of our I'm listeners, sort of yeah.
5: certified. I've been through many, many hours of Here's how this can make oh, you sick. Oh, is safe.
2: it a, is it a is it a safety issue? Yeah, you just yes. need to
5: bring it up to a certain temperature. I would say 145 would Nothing probably like kill a whatever. 165 oh, to be extra on. safe. Here's my mashed <laughs> potato
2: smoothie. JK. Just to kill Jay, all go the for the it, go for it. The cavemen weren't weren't cooking their
5: potatoes, <laughs> right. they
2: were.
3: Yeah, one of our, when our listeners you ask my Jay opinion, is, I'm uh,
5: concerned with food safety. One That's of our, what our listeners and
3: he he was in Thailand last time I checked. He is watching us right now across the ocean. He typed in he is going to be making a potato smoothie (laughs) for breakfast. It's 6 a.m. where he is right now, and he's (laughs) watching
2: us believe
4: No, he's doing that
5: right now. Well, listen, (laughs) just just
4: modern eater disclaimer, all right? I'm I'm not suggesting anybody else put raw potatoes in You know what I would
5: suggest, though, to make it easy for you? is Slice your potatoes, get them up to a certain temperature to start with, and then just cool a whole batch in the fridge throw it in your blender in the morning clearly
4: don't have time for that it's it's like
5: once a week five minutes i really not that yeah
4: no that's
2: pushing (laughs) samantha i know you'll do well at whatever you do very vivacious very smart on the ball classy woman um i love women chefs I, i mean i truly do we're a different breed um who's better cook women or men
5: um, I'm, that's, that's not a fair, that's not a fair Smart. question. It's a case by case basis. Absolutely. <laughs> we're equal. That's the friend. answer.
2: That is the answer. Uh, sometime go to Benihanas with Brian. You'll get a lot of <laughs> kicks. Oh, oh, joy. A lot of fun
4: stuff there.
5: <laughs> There's well, enough they, local places. I, I think I can skip over Benihana.
3: Yeah. Well, and that was just a colorful experience for all of us, you know, road trip to stories, guys, road trip
7: stories. All right.
2: So <laughs> as uh, Samantha and I were talking at the, top of the hour last break I said there were a couple of things I want to get into and we'll do it in the last segment I know it's booze in the news where we give you all the booze news you can use but we're going to take a left hand turn talk about the remainder of our road trip but here it is Uh, water right uh, water right battles neighbor feuds Uh, GMOs versus organic. Overspraying. It's it's out there, and um, we're not afraid to talk about these things, and we're going to do it next. Stick around. Last segment coming up on the Modern Eater Show, live from Colorado Mountain Brewery right here in Colorado Springs on iHeartRadio.
0: Soup's on. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures.
11: It is good.
0: Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too, themoderneater.com.
10: Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a La Cordon Bleu trained chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old-world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics, And see our products? Go to our website at SouthRiverAquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming.
11: My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them.
2: Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things.
0: If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson design at fjohnsondesign.com now it's time for the modern eaters booze in the news segment
3: i like my beer cold my meat grilled and my entertainment explosive all we need is a a chair
2: and and a cooler beer here's your booze news all right this is the booze in the news segment right here on modern eater uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. This is where we usually give you all the booze news you can use, but we're going to spend this time a little bit differently. And I wanted to take a couple of minutes because I love guys that are as crazy as I am. <laughs> crazy ideas as we sit here at Colorado Mountain Brewery and literally as we made our way through uh, the San Luis Valley into Monte Vista, Colorado and enjoyed the Potato Festival. We just couldn't find connectivity and really, it truly, uh, our standards of a place where we would want to broadcast from. We came into a place, and I'll tell you what, he answered the phone, and I'm wondering if he wishes he wouldn't have. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Sean, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. I appreciate it. What's your last name, Sean? Bogardus. Really? Yeah. Bogardis yep. I love it. Bogardus. Sean Bogardus. Bogardus. Hey, it Sean, rolls don't, off the don't, 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 don't Bogardus. Don't, don't Bogardus, Bogardus <laughs> <never laughs> to <tries>. first <laughs> <laughs> never, never heard I'm, that no. one before. No. Now, yeah, now, that's, that's obvious, the first Sean. time. <laughs> it's his
3: first party here tonight, Sean. It's uh, first <laughs> night working nights. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, I
2: want to get you on for a minute or two to just, number one, thank you. Of course. To bring us in and introduce us to Scott. And Christina Coons who in my estimation they're really doing a great job with this brewery Uh, it's it's a pub brewery and uh, the food's delicious I'm gonna hunker down on a on a big piece of prime rib with the garlic mashed potatoes that's my jam I wanted to switch them out with uh, some fries maybe but then I'm thinking no that garlic (laughs) mashed potato my mouth's watering just thinking of JD are you gonna eat dinner afterwards
4: here Uh, I yeah I, I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't know.
3: I didn't know what the I plans were. Were we going to get a story about food? What was going to happen tonight? Uh. So,
2: first of all, uh, thank you. Of course, I appreciate uh, it you being here. Means a, a, a ton to us to not only ro- roll out the red carpet, but as I was saying to Scott and Christina, I have a feeling you just treat everybody this way you're not doing anything different treating us uh, nicely it's anybody who walks through the door but how how'd this conversation go I call you up and I say uh, hey Sean I got uh, w- w- what's your recollection of it
11: I remember you uh, called yesterday and you were just kind of like hey so I got this crazy idea we we come through and we want to um, you know do a little live broadcast at your your restaurant and can we make it happen and then we just started talking and it was pretty. Pretty crazy ideas coming back and forth, and I thought it was a good good match for you guys, and you sounded just like me, so I knew it'd be a pretty good pretty good match for the both of us.
2: So far, are you going to let us back in the doors
11: any day you want? <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you guys being here, and we, we like having you. And like I said, you're as crazy as we are, so that's always a good I a was good th- find.
2: Telling Scott and Christina, you know, listen. As you're settling into your new position as GM, I said this this is the perfect guy right here. <laughs> Take good care of him because he will get poached. Someone will try yeah. and poach this guy. Uh, so. I get the feeling, though, Scott and Christina are great people to work for and with.
11: They are, absolutely.
3: Yeah, they really, both of them, you know, this is Brian Freeman here. I, we sat with Scott and Christina tonight and got to catch up a little bit. All the things they talked about, all the things they care about are exactly what Colorado is. They said they started this place to really promote Colorado because they said we weren't promoting ourselves like they saw other states, and Colorado Mountain Brewery hits that.
2: Yeah. I want to uh, listen to this, Sean. So I'm setting up for next week. I want to talk about what we want to talk about there. So as we're, we're making our way south, we come to a farm, and I'm going to leave the farm names and, uh, out of this, um, but anyway, Organic farms. I don't know how much you get into organic versus not GMOs and non-organic, which they call conventional. Um, but there was a feud, and we're seeing this more and more as far as um, don't spray your chemicals near my organic farm. And, and just real nerdy stuff, but stuff that were very important to us that we Absolutely. love to get in on. And uh, push comes to shove. These are very difficult things because farmers, as you know, they're very small communities. And in these small communities, Jay, Brian, uh, we're finding out that it's very difficult once these feuds and these different ideas and idealisms are, are different. that. It's very difficult for them to come together in a a civil manner. Oh, yeah. So we want to get into uh, sharing water rights. We want to get into Mm -hmm. next week. We want to get into a lively conversation about um, neighboring feuds, different growing techniques. Um, We also want to get into... Uh, GMOs versus versus organic. Uh, you know, what's your choice? Is, is there a difference? Do you even care? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that uh, in order to feed the world, as some would say, mm-hmm. you need to have genetically modified food? So that should be a spirited conversation, and what we hope will be from the Modern Eater Kitchen next Saturday night. We got our own kitchen, man, this last week. <laughs> That's awesome. It is so cool. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. Arabella, Thank you, how Christina. much time do we have? Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Colorado Mountain Brewery. She's not telling me how much time we have. Oh, and thank you, Kelsey, also. Thank you, Mike Irby. Kelsey Irby. Everybody involved, thank you to the uh, Colorado Potato Festival for having us down there.
5: And we will see you next week right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.